Thanks. No, it has. All right, well, what's up, everybody? Uh, what's up, uh, Bose? Oh, you're just gonna interrupt me. Okay. You said what's up, everybody? <laughs> anyway, this is episode 35 of your girlfriend's favorite podcast, <coughs> podcast if you're South African, podcast, <laughs> podcast <laughs> if you're from Soweto. And yeah, so episode 35. <laughs> or Mondio. <laughs> Can we not? And, oh. As usual, it's the whole gang today. It hasn't been like this for a while, so it's me, Vusani. I'm joined by C. Zandi's here, Ips is here, many friends of the podcast are here. It's a packed room. Got Sim. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? He did the intro for us. That was really great. We appreciate that. Thanks, dude. And we've got Timber in here. Timber looks like he's about that activism life. Like, looks like he's gonna high high power, the fist in the air. (laughs) Looks like he's ready for that. Guys, guys, here. come on. Sorry. Sorry. Had a lot of ambient noise on the couches. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot going on. How it's just too much going on. Uh, we're do- I'm doing good, man. I've had a lot of time to think about all the shitty things that have happened this week. So, yeah, I'm going to try and be as lighthearted but serious about this as possible because there's no point in me being depressed about it now. I cried about it. I actually cried about this thing. I, mm. I just let it all out. I don't but blame you. It's been rough. Uh, what's going on, guys? Ladies? Ah, oh, we are love. <laughs> we are love. <laughs> we are it's love. The of the week. Yeah. Nice being alive. We are mm. love. Mm. That's actually... No, it's funny. That's like a joke, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's the fucked up part, that mm. a woman saying we're alive is actually a big thing. Oh, all right. Let me head up. Mm-hmm. Ips, how are you doing? It's been a while. Yeah, guys. Where have you been, Ips, actually? You haven't been to podcasts in a while. I have been busy with a lot of stuff. Like You're dating, now. Look at that smile. Are you I dating? I'm not dating. I'm asking. Guys, no, I'm not dating. Are you seeing someone? Are you doing some cloth-cloth on the side? No, I'm still seeing you. just call it like the, last <laughs> Yay. the last time we had the pod, I told you guys I'm celibate. I'm still saying a bit. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, I've been busy with work and okay. court. Mm-hmm. How are those campaigns going? I saw you tweet about some campaigns. Oh, they're so good, did. dude. They're so good. What are they for? What are they about? No, I couldn't speak about that. Why not? As yet. Because we're taking them out like next week. So, the, is the client going to hear this podcast? No, but still, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about my work. Just know that it was good. It's good. It's going well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, should we just get into the shits, dude? Enough of the small talk. We've got serious things to discuss. I want to uh, preface the podcast by saying I think I'm going to play devil's advocate because there's no point in us coming here and talking about how tragic everything in this week has been without people understanding why it's tragic. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of want to give the alternate point of view. Instead of all all of us just sitting here saying, yeah, that was bad. Oh, that was bad. I mean, we, need, we have content to create. Yes. Do you agree? What yeah. is the ultimate point of view? <clears throat> what do you mean by that? So, let me let me give you an example. Don't worry, I'm not going to offend anybody. I know you got that worried <laughs> look on your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want to ask, like... Okay, for instance, that UCT, stu- uh, UCT student... Yes, uh, Uyinene. Yes. 
she uh i want to speak about what makes her case so special i want to ask you guys what makes her so special out of all of the women that have been raped and murdered in history why was hers her story so so prominent mm. i don't think let me say let me think of how to say this properly um Okay, she's she's a young woman, of course, right? She was only nineteen, right? She's nineteen. She's gone off to get an education somewhere. She's left home, I think, Eastern Cape, mm-hmm. gone to Cape Town to get a degree, to get educated. You know, she's full of life. Her mom is also an activist in her community against sexual violence, abuse of all sorts. And then this happens, right? She goes missing. And obviously it it goes, it spreads. I don't want to use the word viral because viral to me seems like meme terms and stuff. But it is viral. But if yeah, you take the, it at news, what it means. The news yeah. spreads. Yeah. It goes viral, I guess. And everyone is hoping for a good outcome, right? Mm-hmm. People go missing every day. We see these posts every day. Correct. But for some reason, this one, it was all over the feed for days on end. And then we got the ending. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes this different. That every other case, we still have people from 2018. Like I've seen posts from like October yeah. where they're still saying, guys, my friend, my daughter, my whoever is still missing. It's unresolved. This that's literally true. came up and within the space of a week, it got resolved that... Unfortunately, she's now passed on. Mm. She was brutally murdered, you know. And I think that's what made this case stand out so much, that it was literally, like, missing, and two, three days later, she's dead. Mm. So it really was that wake-up call, I think, to us as South Africans, mm. that this is how serious it is, guys, that you will, if you this things happen at this quick of a pace, that you can go missing... And a day later, you're done. Shit. Well, you know what? I think it was a unique case. Well, not not unique, but why this case was so important is that rape apologists tend to say things like, well, she got raped because she was out late at night, or she got raped because she was wearing something provocative. But in this case, you can clearly see that there's no excuse now. Like, from a rape apologist's point of view, you can't make that that uh, justification anymore. She was outside. Well, she was at a post office, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Not dressed provocatively at 2 p.m. during the day. Mm. So I think that's also what makes this case um, important because now there's really no excuse. There's no way of justifying this. Men are just uh, predatory. What do you ladies think? Oops. What do you think? What do you say to niggas that say that say uh, women are dressed provocatively and that they're asking for it? It's not in your business what I'm wearing. Yeah. Like, okay. it shouldn't give you a right to put your hands on me or to inflict any harm on me. I can wear whatever I want. This is a free country. Good. So why do you feel like you can take advantage of me because I'm wearing a short skirt today? Okay, so let me ask you this then. As the devil's advocate, 
if you know that you live in a country where it's not safe, where, where rape statistics are so high, why do you insist on, uh, why do you insist on contributing to the possibility of your, your potential rape? Sizzle. There's, there's people that are fully clothed and they're raped. I, I know. Right. I'm saying you're, you're, this you, is the thing. I'm, you're adding to it. So how? if you know, listen to what I'm saying. If you're living in a society where you know rape statistics are high, why are you still dressing suggestively? Yeah, you see, but that's, that's the problem that people assume fabric has some sort of suggestion. Mm. You don't think that uh, women dress uh, sexily, quote-unquote sexily? Because sexily implies that you're sexually, you're making yourself sexually attractive. That's what sexy means. But the thing is that there's there's that double standard, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Where, let's say, we go to the beach. Right. I can literally wear a Speedo. You can see my fucking dick and balls bulging. Right. And my tits are out. But because I'm a man, it's not sexual to anyone. You know, it's just like, he's just a guy at the beach. Yeah, he's in his Speedo or whatever. Right. But gross, you. But yeah. <laughs> that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you put don't a wo- really objectify yeah. him. Put a woman well. in it's her. It's never been a thing. You see, put a woman in her bikini. Now all of a sudden, it's sexualized. Why is her body sexualized, but the male body not? Do you why get is me? a woman objectified? Why and the male isn't? Why, do, why do when you think women are wearing less? It's what? What is the word you used? Suggestive. Uh, suggestive. But when men are wearing this, it's not suggestive. I don't think that's the case at all. <laughs> I think when... Because I watched Baywatch with my ex. Now we're watching Zac Efron do pull-ups and whatnot. And she's like, oh my god. It is suggestive when you don't have a shirt on, bro. You, men are, objective, uh, are, are objectified. Maybe not to the extreme that women are. But they definitely are objectified. You, you never just been with your chick and be like, well, he's, he's hot. Not he's good looking, he's hot. Hot implies that he's sexually attractive. He's beyond just good looking. He's not handsome. He's hot. It's yeah, sexy. We don't do anything about it. You guys will say something and uh-huh. do something about it. Like, I feel like if a woman can choose not to do anything about it, mm-hmm. a guy can also choose not to do anything about it. Just because you see a woman that's not dressed appropriately, mm-hmm. right? in society outside for everybody to see doesn't now mean that you can go to her and do whatever that you want to do or say whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't think there, there anything can be... Rape, rape can never be justified. It can, like, under no circumstances can it be ex- accepted. There's no exception to it. You cannot take something that's not yours. That's just the principle of it all. And I think for the most part, um, men... Yeah, fuck. I don't know. There's a lot going on. Know. Like like I said, it's a system. Mm-hmm. What goes, what we see happening, it's not just occurrences in a society. No, it's a system with that things operate within that system to what the system promotes. So at the top of the system or structure, we have patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Within patriarchy, you have things like heteronormativity and the over-sexualization of the female body, mm-hmm. right? Where patriarchy 
is literally men believing that they have rule over the woman's body. We decide what we want it to look like. We decide what's good about it, what's bad about it, all of that. Correct. So we decide that, for example, cleavage. We decided that cleavage is a sexy thing. We label that like that in the system. And then we act upon that. Do you know what I mean? I get you. So men, at some point, looked at women wearing short skirts or whatever. And they were like, that is X, Y, Z. And then it's been passed on, passed on, where we all just internalize it now. Like, for example, most girls, would they go to, like, your parents' house, right? You bring your girlfriend over. She's not going to wear shorts, right? Mm-hmm. And... When you actually question why, it's the whole thing of like respect and what, but it's like, when do shorts become disrespectful? Like, why is it disrespectful? And most people can't really give you that answer. That's a tough one. Yeah. But it's just this internalized thing from the system we we find ourselves in that has sexualized the female body like that. How do you think we can break... Please speak up. We need to hear your voice on the mic. I can hear you, but okay. How can you hear me now? How do you how do you think we can break the systems, like from a guy's perspective? Bro, just stop raping. This is I don't know how else to say it. Stop raping. I don't know. I was speaking to uh, Tom about this earlier in the week. How can I go to my friends and tell them to stop raping? How should why should I have to tell them not to rape? It should come as second nature to you. I went to my friends this week, and I'm like, bro, are any of you guys rapists? Just tell me now. Have any of you guys raped or tried to rape a woman? Mm. Bro, they laughed at me. They're like, get the fuck out of here, bro. None of us are rapists. I'm like, dude, you, you know that this is a serious matter now. Have any of you guys raped? Then they're like, no, dude. I can see you're being serious about this now because I got heated and whatnot. They're just, they just laughed it off. They laughed everything off. I'm like, just tell me, have any of you guys tried to do something to a woman against her her will. They're like, no, no, no. I promise. I, I promise I haven't done that. But then I'm like, guys, please don't rape. Do you realize how, how dumb it sounds? Like, in the context of today, it sounds real. But it sounds dumb that you have to tell people not to rape. So you're asking me, how do you stop that? How do you, how do you change that? I really don't know what to say. If your sexual drive is so high, guys... Masturbate before you leave the house, bro. If you know that you can't control yourself uh, in front of women, I promise it'll make you feel ten times better from experience. <laughs> I prom- It's so much more. It's it's calming, dude. The th- the first step is acknowledging that you like that you have the problem, the problem around is. women. Yeah. Even if you're not raping per se, but if you feel like I get super horny around women all the time, jerk off, bro. I'm not making light of the situation. I mean this. Just masturbate. It's not the end of the world. You're not going to hell. I promise you guys. You're not going to go to hell. So that would be the first step. Relieving yourself of the feeling. <laughs> Sim, what do you think, bro? Dude, you don't think masturbation <laughs> would help you with your you. sexual desires? I understand what you're saying. But do you think the only reason people rape is because they're horny? No. So then how do you deal with all the other reasons that people rape? I'm starting with what I know. Okay, at least this because if it, because there needs to be a start, bro. Because the power aspect of it, how do you get men out of the habit of thinking that they have to have dominion over women? How, how do you, how do you get into that? 
I s- what you were taught. That's. I think it, it starts at home. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I spoke. I don't think so. I spoke to Eddie this morning about this, and I said, "What is one constant thing you'll hear in South among South African men when it comes to them telling women what to do? If we just take away from sex, just them t- how they interact with women." Mm. Every single nine times out of ten, you're gonna hear culture. The word culture comes up. It's my culture, in our culture. Mm-hmm. Something culture. Culture is what the values placed on you, right? Mm-hmm. So literally, we have little boys being told, "This is how you can interact with women." Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. before it even gets to sex, boys are just already told that a woman is below you. Mm-hmm. You're going to be above in terms of the power relations. Whether before we get to anything physical, how strong you are, if you can run quicker, just literally how you interact with the girls, you are going to do this. You're going to become this great, powerful man, make money, do all these things. Your sister on the hand, she's going to be someone's wife. Mm. It's true. It is true. That's what they're taught. You are going to be this powerful man, make our family name proud. You, you're going to go be someone's wife. Mm. We're going mm. to get you taught and be a respectful lady for that. Do you see that difference there? I do. I do. Not even like, it's, it starts from that young age of what we communicate to little children. That but we're think about teaching boys to be these go-getters, go rule the world, exact power, you're strong, don't show emotion. You know I, mean? I get you. Okay, think about all the think about all the things that you're taught from a young age that you've unlearned. Why aren't Why are we not unlearning things like there are aspects of my culture that I've unlearned, bro? They're just archaic, dude. They don't hold any relevance in today's society. There are things that you have to unlearn. There's no excuse for not unlearning that women are below you in the in the society that we live in today. It's a choice. There's, it's a choice. It yeah. becomes a choice. Women's rights activists are stronger and louder than they've ever been. Feminism movement is louder and stronger than it's ever been. <sighs> Opinions from political leaders who are men are stronger and louder than they've ever been. They believe that women should be equal. More women have power or, or, or in more positions of power than they've ever been. You have to unlearn this behavior. I, but how do you... How, like, how do I you, feel like it's a privilege to unlearn this behavior. You think so? This demographic we find ourselves in right now. Mm -hmm. Right now we're sitting in a suburban home Mm -hmm. doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. Take me to where my parents grew up. Nobody's fucking sitting in a suburban built-up home doing a podcast. Dude's just going to go fetch water from the fucking river. Right. Like, slaughter a chicken, eat meat, probably have sex tonight, go to bed, wake up, go do some shit tomorrow. They're not, I'm, they're not going to use the academic terms I'm using. I've been privileged right. to get this level of education. Right. Like, I'm privileged to go on Twitter and see the things I see with all these activists and things. But for the everyday poor South African, this shit is just in the back somewhere, bro. It's somewhere. They're not even going to see the shit in I their get life. You. They're going like, to continue living. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? I get you. So what we're exposed to to unlearn these things and have these conversations... It's something that doesn't happen in amongst the poor, the majority of South Africa. Okay, let's it talk really about the niggas just, that are privy to that type of It's just a middle class and elitist thing, if we be if we're being honest. But what about the niggas okay, a whole list of celebrities who are privileged 
were exposed to be rapists as well. They have the privilege to unlearn the behavior, which they haven't. So even where you have people that are able to unlearn behavior, they still don't. Rape is not is not exclusive to rural areas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying the unlearning process the unlearning is easier when you have the privilege to all the resources we do. It's true. And you can see... I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. But I don't know. Maybe you guys can give suggestions on how we stop this. I don't know. Like, they say have conversations in and amongst your group of friends. I've had my chat with my group of friends. There have been conversations where it sounds... Uh, what's the term? I don't want to use rapey. I don't like the word rapey. If it is rapey... Is that, is that the word? <laughs> there have been conversations in and amongst our friends where we're objectifying women extremely, right? Yes. But not conversations where we're like, okay, this is very different. I'm like, listen, bro, what do you think about this chick? She's hot, right? Yeah, see, that's different that's like to... Everyday for, uh, that's different... Yeah, she can get it, okay? That's objectification, sexual objectification. But it's very different to say... Even if she didn't let me hit it, I'd still do it. That's a conversation that I never hear. So although there's a lot of objectification of women in our group of friends, and I'm sure there's objectification of men in women's groups too, but there's never the conversation I'd, I'd do something to her against her will. But I think how do we how do we how do we nip it in the bud? How do you? I think this is slightly like. Things close enough. Like, if you saw some of the screenshots during that thread of people being exposed, right? There was one conversation I found really interesting where the girl exposed, uh, like, some guy mm-hmm. and she showed the conversation between that guy and his friend. And the friend said, Oh, what do you think about uh, SpongeBob? And the guy's like, Oh, she's into these kind of guys, what, what? Then he was like, Okay, so how do I go about getting her? Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, yeah, you know, if she, like, rejects you, just wait until she's, like, a bit drunk at a party. Oh, I saw that one. And then, you know, she becomes easier to talk to there. He didn't say go rape or anything, but just yeah. that message itself, wait until she's drunk, she becomes easier to talk to, something along those lines. Mm. That's, like, very, it's rapey. Yeah, it's that like, is rapey. That is rapey. Do you know what I mean? And that's something a lot of guys say. A lot of guys are like, ah, boy, persist, boy. Even if you reject to just keep on throwing bones, you'll eventually get this high and what what. But this is the chat that I was having with a colleague of mine. Um, do you do you want me? This is what we actually brought up the last time there was an abuse thing with that uh, Larry and the microwave boys thing. Yeah. How do you speak to women? Some women want you to persist. Some women just don't. How do you how do you read the situation to where like a girl wants you to try a bit harder, or she just wants you to leave her the fuck alone? It's such a it's it's such a great area, especially if you're if you're uh, socially awkward with women. You don't know you don't really know how to talk to them. How, how, how do you? I'm not talking about rape in particular. I'm just talking about an, a, a verbal interaction between men men and women, because that's where it starts. Actually, mm-hmm. that's where the that's where the abuse starts. I need to know from you guys. You guys are ladies. How do, how do you? We need some input from you guys. We we, we need to know what you think. What you're thinking. The tone in which the you tone. say it, yes. So if I, if I say, Sizwe, leave me alone, can you hear that tone? It's very aggressive. It's there. Mm. <laughs> but if I say, Sizwe, come on, we can't do this. It's calm. 
Do you, okay. do you hear the you difference? Know, yeah. Not everyone is aggressive. But even yeah. then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what my issue is? Yes. Some people just don't want to be rude and say, Caesar, leave me the fuck alone. Right. right. Yeah. So they would rather just say, hey, Caesar, please just leave me alone. Right. Yeah. yeah. That is enough. You know? My thing is that as mm-hmm. well as... It should be enough. Yeah. 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 Knowing how violent men are now, that aggressive approach most women right now wouldn't want to be aggressive because they'd fear what's going to come back. That's another thing, though. Like, right now, as a woman, you can't just say just anything to anybody. You could just be walking, minding your own damn business, and this guy is hollering at you, saying whack shit, and then you can just say, dude, I don't like that, and he can just flip out. You might not even go home that day. Anything can happen. So even if you do actually say something, are you really safe? You are not. Exactly. Hmm. People don't know how to treat power correctly anymore. Hmm. People feel entitled and they think they can take it whenever, however, wherever, and at all times. This is now including rape and assault and violence in general. Like, nobody is safe in anything. What do you say to the guys that say not all men? I don't like it. You don't like yeah. it? I mean, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm going to play devil's advocate. So I'm, we're, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. It's, it's those guys, though, that feel very entitled. They are the ones that want to assert their power. Like, oh, not all men. I should be able to do this and say this whenever I want. And you should be okay with it. And it's like, no. If I don't, exactly, guys. Like, let it just be that. If we are having a thing or we come to a conclusion and it's like, yes, let's get it, great. It's like what we were talking about yesterday, the whole um, people that get raped and they're in relationships. Like how, how do you then like face it in court? How do you prove that this person, my boyfriend mm-hmm. or my husband or whatever, actually raped me? Right. If you guys have been sexual, you've been together for however long. That's probably the hardest mm. one to prove. It is. Especially mm. if you have a justice system that just has men, cultured men, men that believe that women are below them, that put that before any and everything. Like even with me, with this whole case thing with my father, that day when I went to the police they kept telling me about their beliefs and their culture and how a woman just has to stick it out. If a man assaults you, he can assault you and it's okay because that is how they were raised or that's what they believe. And if he did assault you, you clearly did something wrong. Okay, so why I brought up the uh, not all men thing. This is the example that I saw online. There are 1.2 billion uh, Muslims, right? And only about 30,000 of them are extremists. The people that bomb themselves and others, the people that fly planes into buildings. Um, like, there's a, they're a minority. They're a bad bunch. They're the rotten apples of a group. 
can we condemn Islam for the bad apples, or do you judge Islam based on its majority? And I think that's what the guys that say not all men have in mind. We can't talk about um, seven, okay, seven billion people, let's say 3.5 billion men, and call them rapists because of their gender, because of the bad apples in their gender. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the mentality of it. Is it is it? But isn't that aggressive though? What 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 what's aggressive? That statement in general, like not all men, like oh no, this person raped whoever. Yeah, but not all men. Yeah, yes, yes, no, because not all men is a response to men are trash. Not all men is not an assertion on its own. Because women just say, yeah, okay, you guys are trash. And it's kind of like a generalization where men are, men are now saying not all men. Not all women are hoes either. No, we didn't hashtag men or women or hoes. Yeah, but I'm saying like, it's like. Can before we just go deep into this, can we actually get into men are trash? Because a lot of men listening to this don't actually understand what men are trash is. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys here, men are trash, and they're like, but I don't cheat on my girlfriend. It's not about relationships and just cheating. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of men think men are trash exactly. comes from. They don't even think about the abuse and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, men are trash. I just put it broadly, it's to address all injustices that men commit, right? All the atrocious crimes we do and stuff. And a lot of guys now who have surface level knowledge of this, they jump in straight away. No, not me. I'm not trash. You can't say that, you know, Mm because they're trying to protect, protect their own ego and pride and all that. So I think niggas need to understand that this movement, men are trash. Like I said, it's bigger, number one, than each of you. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than you and your ego and your little 10 centimeter dick. It's really, <laughs> it's really bigger than all of that shit. So, <laughs> it's bigger than you. Right. It's not just about cheating on your girlfriend mm-hmm. or not paying for dates and shit. It's not relationship things solely. Mm-hmm. It's literally going as far as abuse, murder, rape, all of these problems. Right. And that's where men need to understand that, yes, you might not rape, you might not murder, but people, men, other men do. We're not going to just be like, oh, John is trash. Oh, Sip was trash. Mm-hmm. No, we can't name every single individual. Right. If it can, it can be generalized to men in general. It doesn't mean we're saying you exactly. That's what they need to understand. Because a lot of guys feel attacked by it. I've seen this happen live in person where guys literally get angry. They're like, I'm not trash. No, that's nonsense. You women, you can't say men are trash. I'm like, bro, she's not saying you. Like... Drop your ego. This is not just... She's not directing this attack at you. Okay, so what do we say about the women that are now falsely accusing men of rape? Because we spoke about this on another podcast before. And I think that's abhorrent behavior, probably equivalent to to, uh, to abuse itself. Because now you're putting you're putting men... Uh, you're, well, you're putting your, your, your accused... Uh, the person that you're accusing through a lot of uh, hardship unjustifiably. What do we say about women that do that? They fucked up. Like, are they not trash? 
Pete. Are we gonna are we gonna cherry pick and say no? It's only a few women that that say that that say that a guy raped me when we know that it's not a few women anymore. It's coming to the light. I'd say this if I look at the numbers, right? Yes, men are worse. That's no, facts. no. I said, if I look at the numbers of false accusations, if you look at just rape, right? I'd say there's not enough to make a generalization. Because it's harder to prove if, that men haven't raped, dude. If a woman goes to the police now and says, a guy raped me, do you know how much more believable that is than a guy saying, she raped me? So the, the law protects women when it comes... Well, more... Like, oh, 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 let me say, let me, let me say it like this. Men... W- the law takes it more seriously if a woman is raped than if a man is raped. You cannot... There's no way of proving that. Because of men's naturally sexual nature, no judge is going to believe that you got raped by a woman. But the law is also not going to arrest the majority of these men that get accused. Most of them hardly serve jail time. Mm. That's a non sequitur to what I just yeah, said. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. That's a non sequitur. That's what I'm saying. In terms of law protecting these women, most of those <clears throat> men don't even end up in jail. They just walk society free. Like the worst that happens to most guys is they go in, they get into the holding cell, they might go. Maybe a How does that follow what get, I just said? Then they get bailed. I'm saying that's the law not protecting women from rape. Because the men won't even serve time. You're saying the laws doesn't even believe a man can get raped by a woman. Or doesn't take her serious. Yeah, but I, I, I acknowledge the fact that... The, okay, firstly... Uh, okay, but let's go back to the false accusation thing. Yeah. Before we sidetrack <laughs> can feel us drifting. <laughs> I can hear that music. Ding, ding. <laughs> Tokyo drift music. We're sidetracking. Um, so, false accusations. Fuck mm. you if you do a false accusation, number one. Um, it's very wrong. Like, you discredit. Yeah. There's real victims out there. We are not here for your own. Also, you drop your ego mm. and your pride mm. and your little one millimeter clit. Okay, so fuck you. Jesus. So, drop your ego, your pride, all this shit. Stop falsely accusing people of things they did not do. Mm. You take away from real people's lived experiences that were painful. You literally shut them up once again. So, please, people, don't do that. Like, honestly, just use your brain, like... Use your common sense. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's, I don't get why people need to do that. If you have a vendetta against someone, tell them after school's after school, go fight. Do something. Like, don't <laughs> do this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also, okay. just a side note, you, you potential NFL stars, stop dating those white women, man. They're going to accuse you. Yeah. They are. You're gonna lose the bag. <laughs> it's happening too often, man. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. I don't know. Do you guys want to get into music now? Let's switch things up. Do you have anything else to address on the matter? Yeah, I want to know if you guys have gone through something. Like. As males. Yeah, as males and as a female. If you have, like, stories to share. I've been sexually harassed, okay. not, not assaulted. By? By a former colleague. Female man. Female. Yeah. Zotwa. She sexually harassed me. Not Zotwa Wabantu. Oh my gosh. 
Look, look, look at the reaction though. No, like, oh no, 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 no. hold on. No. This is exactly what I'm saying. No. This is exactly what my point was. When men say this type of shit, look at the reactions of the people in the room. Alright, cool. But if a woman were to say that, it would be like. My my thing was like, I'm trying to figure out who, because you said Connie and we worked together, so I'm trying to figure yeah. out yeah. who it was. Yeah. When, okay, what, what happened, Susan? Okay, sexual harassment. Well, I feel like every guy's been sexually harassed, not sexually assaulted. I like the fact that you pointed it I out. I said harassed, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, sexual harassment, the way they've made it, made us understand it through HR is anything, uh, anything that makes the victim uncomfortable. Okay. Any actions or words that make, might make the victim uncomfortable. And she always used to call me baby. She always used to touch my hand like this. You're, you're smiling. You see, this is exactly what my point is. Guys, I, I just want to put this on record. This is exactly how men are treated when it comes to this specific issue. It's not taken seriously, and I'm being dead serious. I'm taking it seriously. Okay, okay. Yeah. But I, I, I... You look at... Listen to this shit. Listen, listen to this shit, guys. I'm just not what you said, baby, because there's an inside joke between me and Addy about that word. What is it? Show the joke. No, it's also racist because... Wow. Okay, well, when we got those massages, like I told you, those Chinese ladies were yeah. like, are you okay, baby? <laughs> so, <laughs> every time someone says the word baby, I hear it in that voice. So oh. <laughs> Anyways, I, I felt very uncomfortable about that. I didn't like it. I didn't report it. I didn't act on it. I didn't make it a big deal, but I, I definitely felt uncomfortable. I feel like I was harassed. I feel like I was... Why didn't you report it? Okay, why didn't I report it? Number one, it's not going to be taken seriously. The issue is not going to be taken seriously, especially by a woman who's heading up the department of HR. Okay. Would you agree? Because you already didn't take me seriously. I don't think anybody in the room took me seriously when I said it. That's already the mentality against men being abused. (laughs) That's just the way it's seen. And that was a first-hand example of what, what happens when a man says it. So, the se- uh, secondly, is it really wasn't a big deal. If she had grabbed my crotch, that would have been a different story. That's mm-hmm. just that's just going a bit too far. Or if she tried to kiss me or something, that would be a bit too far. But if she's just doing this, then it's subtle. I don't like it, but it's not it's not enough for me to report it. Do you, do you not like it because it was her doing it? <clears throat> or do you just not like it in general? If it was, say perhaps it was someone you were attracted to that you worked with, I won't mention mm. any names, and she called you baby, would the issue still be the issue? The issue wouldn't be the issue. But that's the thing about harassment, it's subjective. If if if, 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 a, if, a, if a guy that you like, Bonnie, comes up to you, you've been thinking about this guy a lot, and he calls you baby, and it just makes your heart it's jump. Not, it's not even about you liking the person, it's just if they're sexually attractive. I don't think it's that. I know. I think you, it's I, just a, a, an attraction. I don't think it's sexual attra- attraction. Oh, okay. I think it's just an attraction. Would I mind somebody touching me like that? This is my body at the end of the day. Same way all all victims say, this is this is my body. You're not allowed to touch me unless I'm okay with it. So if a guy calls you baby and it makes your heart just sing, dude. Like you can hear those father stretch my hands for this. <laughs> <laughs> And I was waiting you, for you to hit them. He yeah, give us no, the vocal. I just can't do it. Uh, you'd be okay with it, dude, because you like you. Well, you, you're attracted to the person. 
sexual harassment wouldn't be sexual harassment if you weren't okay with the person. You have to be okay with the person. And that's that. What have you guys been through from that from that point of view? Um, this was back in high school. I was like 16, 17. I didn't have Wi-Fi back then. So I went to the internet cafe here in Brackenhurst. It was around 7, 8 o'clock. And my brother took me there and he dropped me off. And I told him to fetch me after like an hour. And then I called him when I was done. I called him and I said, I'm outside. I'm, well, I wasn't outside. I was still inside. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Can you come? And he's like, okay, two minutes. Now, my brothers have this thing where they lie, especially when it comes to time. They lie. They say they're two <laughs> minutes, but you know, that nigga is 15 minutes away. Okay. And then I was like, okay, since it's like two minutes, I still waited inside. I was like, okay, I'm going to wait for those two minutes to finish. And then I'm going to go outside. But I was standing like right outside the door. I was waiting outside and then uh, some drunk guy, I think it was like a hobo, but not really. Um, he grabbed my boob and then he was like dragging me towards like a dark, dingy area where there was no light. If it wasn't for the security guard, I don't know what would have happened. Mm. And then when I told my brother, he was just like shouting at me and he was like, but why, did you, why didn't you do your homework on time? Um, how do you think I'm going to take you seriously? I wasn't there. And so I'm he like, was victim blaming. Yeah, and he was, he was basically blaming me. And I told my second, my eldest brother about it, and he was like, ah, boys will be boys. That's, really mm. wow. That's the mentality that needs to change. Yeah. That's the mentality that needs to change. Yeah, fuck you, Zandi's brothers. Yeah, man, fuck them. Yeah, yeah fuck I'll drop the location pen. No, that's fucked up. I'm yeah. Wrong. yeah. <laughs> Catch these hands. Catch these hands. school. Ips, what about you? Yeah, I've gone through a lot of these weird scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think the latest one, I told you and Timber the last time. Oh, yes, yes. So I was having like a very hectic day at work. And I told myself, you know, let me just go to the park and just sit and have time myself right drove there sat in my car and there was this indian guy that like pulled up from his car and he literally like walked to the front of my car and he just dropped his pants jesus what the fuck yeah dropped his pants and then waved and out of shock, I waved back. Because <laughs> I was just like... Okay. Like, I, yeah, up. but it was scary because it's like, this guy can literally do anything right now. Yeah. There were no other people. The security guards were inside of the reserve. And I sat there. It's scary because some people might say, uh, because you waved... He could have actually come and maybe thought that get what he did was okay mm. and, yeah, let's get it. But then what happens if you are caught up in situations like that and you are, like, a person that freezes? Or if you are, like, caught in a rape situation and you're just letting this person do whatever it is they do so that you don't get hurt, like... If you were to go to the police and 
tell them that this guy raped me and they're like, did you scream or did you tell him no or did you say stop? Mm. Like, are they going to believe you that you weren't enjoying it? Like, it actually is rape. Like, if they found the guy and they're like, oh, no, but she didn't scream. She enjoyed it. She was just laying there. Like, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, that's how it took. Just on another note of that, that whole enjoying it narrative people play, just something for victims to understand that if you are raped and if you do have an orgasm, it is still rape. You do yes. not need to blame yourself and be like, mm-hmm. did I enjoy that? Mm-hmm. Is it still rape? No, it's still rape. They actually say that you can't tell like your, I don't know what to call it, but Discharge. your body your body can't tell if you're being raped or whatever. You are still going to release or orgasm or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also found out, like, you know, people sick people rape like babies and stuff Mm -hmm. apparently there's something called unconscious trauma where even though you're not at that age to remember what happened they say that unconsciously as you grow older your body actually knows there was trauma that happened to it Mm. and that's why they might grow up a feeling of confusion around things like sex and things relationships and all those kind of feelings Anyways, guys, music. That was a a tough half, man. That was a tough half. People, just be good. Guys, speak to your brothers, speak to your friends, man. I know that they might laugh it off at first. They might think you're joking, but persist. Mm. Continue having these conversations. Continue to tell them where they did wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, caution out. Don't just accept it. Turn a blind eye to you. Be open with one another. Yeah, um, I think there's, something that, there's a couple of questions that I want to place on the floor. Um, they don't need answers, um, but they can... Uh, Come closer. They can spark maybe a sort of thought, broader thinking, I think, to some extent. Okay. So for me, key, key things that stood out was power structures, beliefs, right. and systems from... V, V, yeah. And I think of this because I okay, this is important for the questions that I'm just I'm just about to place on the floor, which is at what point at what point did this continent, which is Africa, stop becoming governed by a matriarchal society? When the Bible got introduced. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm placing these questions so people can start thinking now. Right. Because we do know that there was a point where queens were governing. Exactly. Yes. Black queens. That's very true. Where uh, Africa was a very much matriarchal continent space, whatever. And when was the turning point? Question. You don't have to answer it. You can just think about it. Colonialism. Just, yeah, research. Yeah, research. Yeah. Think about <laughs> it. These, you, are things, these are the things I think we need to start thinking about. I was having a conversation with a Congolese nigga, he's a barber, and he's my brother's barber actually. Right. And he was telling me, he went on and he was telling me about how women are treasured in Congo. He's like, we regard women as the be all and end all of life. Like a woman is not to be touched, a woman is feared, not feared, but respected to a point that 
especially a pregnant woman, because in that in that moment you are you are giving life, you are life. Um, Can I have a, I have a question? Sorry to cut you off. Is that still true today? Yes, this because was, Congo's got one of the highest rape statistics on he, our continent. He was okay. I don't know now, but he was. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's talking from a point of view of what was. Yeah, maybe but, what was. Yeah, of what was. But he was. He was just explaining that to me. And I was, t- I was talking to another Ghanaian guy who said the same thing. And a friend of mine went to a museum in Soweto. I don't, I don't, yeah, and this is what she told me, but I don't know much about this. I still have to research and I still have to go to that museum in Soweto. And she was telling me about a culture, right? Right. That is a religion, sorry, not a culture, religion culture. But she was telling me about a religion where, again, it's, a, it's an African religion. I'm not really sure about it. I still have to do my research. I still have to go there. But she was telling me about a religion where, again, where they regard women as the be-all and end-all of life. It's a culture. I think it's still it's still reserved in that museum or whatever. And even in their prayer, they say, in the name of the mother, the father, and the son. Mm-hmm. So I think those are questions we also start need. We start need I think we, 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 it would be good for us to, ask, to start asking ourselves um, we also know that feminism was a movement started by a white lady. Right. Yeah. And I think that's important to know if you're going to ask yourself, where was the turning point? At what point did things start changing, especially from a... Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Those are good questions to ask. Those are good topics for thought. I think, yeah, everybody would do well in in researching those those topics. I actually wanted to ask. I was asking on Twitter, "Where is God when all of this is happening?" Yeah, and it's it's more philosophical than it than it seems. It sounds it sounds like I'm angry at, at religion. Yeah, but I'm angry at what what religion does to people's minds that they think somebody's coming to save them. We're stuck here, bro. Mm. Nobody's coming to save you. You're on your own. Yeah. And the only people that are that can save us from ourselves are ourselves. Yeah. Mm. So can save me. We're coming from... Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> where motherfucker comes from a place where little boys were watching their mothers being fucked by their sons on a right. field. right. So I think it's from slavery times. From yeah. slavery right. times. So I, I do think that we also need to start thinking a little bit further than surface. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Thanks a lot, Pongi. I really appreciate that. Uh, anyone want to add to what she just said? Music. <laughs> Music, please. <clears throat> do you have a pick? Do you guys have picks? Okay. Yeah, I was actually thinking of that song this week. But no, but listen, if you take that song, right, and you throw Little John on it. Wait, no, hear me out. So Vanessa Hudgens comes in, you know, you are the music in me, then you're, okay! That would be fire, Little John on the remix of oh, High School man. Musical. Right. You know, Zach Griffin jumps in, he's like, what? <laughs> we need that remix. Little John, if you listen to this, please, <laughs> it could happen. Anyways, this song is called BGM for all our black queens out there. This song's by Wale, came out like two weeks ago. I hope you guys enjoy. 
Song, then I'm on that part of you. Voila. Uh, black bands, this black fancy, black bag full of old white men. It's a whole queen with your whole my hand with you. Show me a little black girl. Look, black bands, this black fancy, black bag full of old white men. It's a whole queen with your whole my hand with you. Show me a little black girl magic. Oh, Shorty, black is bold, black is black, true, but black is gold. If God a color, I know she black for sure. Niggas blast for me, but God gave me your daughter. Black woman, I love ya. Wish it all could have worked, but still know that you love me, cause I ain't up in the court. Yo, a lot of animals in my boat, but all the real niggas know that BGM is the goat, so let's go. It's your birthday, got that ice cream. It's your birthday, go shorty. I'm so proud of you. Hey, how you was in a nobody, go shorty. It's your birthday, got that ice cream. It's your birthday, go shorty. I'm so proud of you. Hey, how you was in a nobody. Black fans, black white, black bag full of old white men. So, old queen with your whole my hand with you. Show me a little black girl. Black man, this black fancy, black bag full of old white men. So, old queen with your whole my hand with you. Show me a little black girl magic. Wale BGM says for Black Girl Magic. Um, do you guys have any other songs or do you want to just get through the rest of these topics? Let's zoom through the second half, man. All right. We had a very long first half. Yeah. But it was justified in what we were talking about. Uh, yeah. Lighter, lighter topics, right? Bro, well, please can hold on, hold on. Bro, please don't bring up soccer. I'm, I'm not gonna bring up soccer. So, uh, soccer. I don't right believe now, in soccer. I'm, 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 not, football. I'm not from football. I'm not from football. Who says I'm a Man United fan? <laughs> I, I don't even know what Man United is. Bro. I don't even know what that is. Dude. Oh, okay, cool. You don't rip the set. No, it's nice beside my clubs, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I don't acknowledge any team called Manchester United. I don't know. 
Who are they? Are they new? Is it like you guys? Uh, I don't know. Oh, let's get lighter, man. All right. So this week, big news: Onika is retired. Nicki Minaj. Oh, Nicki Minaj has handed the reins of the rap game to Cardi B. <laughs> She's handing over the reins to the rap game. Yeah. She almost and Anika is the next. Yeah, it's the next. Yeah. Okay. Huh? So wait, y'all, y'all think that, like, just in terms of popularity, right yeah. now, that Nikki still has the right to be handing over the reins. Yeah. Mm, right. Yes. Not in terms I of popularity, in terms so. of skill. Of course, in terms of skill. She's too. more solidified. She's the legend of the. Nikki is number one in female rap group. Sure, guys, mainstream hip hop, rap, uh, hip hop. Because y'all don't want to show Rhapsody respect. Rhapsody deserves all the respect. No, exactly. People because only, you're savvy when it comes only, to music. These niggas only want know. to bring Rhapsody in when it's about bars. When it's time to bring down sexuality, people will bring in Rhapsody like, oh, she raps, raps. Mm-hmm. But then when it's just, who's the best artist? No one even gives a damn about Rhapsody. That's true. That's not giant. No, I'm t- like, we as music lovers will give her that props. Rhapsody dope. But then I'm saying the commercial listener. Yeah. Just the guys who are on iTunes. Hey, Bob, you listen to this new song? But oh my those God. are the people that think Cardi's yeah. better. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. But so, that's why you're saying he, uh, Nick, Nikki is handing over yeah, the that's rings. What I'm saying. He, didn't, he didn't hand them off. She took them a while back when she won the Grammy, bro. Do you think she should have won that Grammy? No, of course not. <laughs> Did you see what came out that year? Brad Daytona. <laughs> dedication. I mean, Victory Lab. Nah, bro. That <laughs> was clear. Well, but I want to know, what do you guys think of Nikki's career, though, as a whole? You know what? I, I'm happy about what she did for the, the music game. Mm-hmm. Same. Because dude. she really did open the floodgates. She really did? The floodgates for what? For, like, female rappers. In fact, I think that's... The, oh, but that's... No but that's... Well. I feel like that's Look very disrespectful. To say Nikki opened the floodgates. That, considering there was... To, to the mainstream. The mainstream yeah. Like, to, to the streaming era of music. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People weren't streaming like Lauren. We just used to like like Lauren Hill and stuff. Yeah, and I love Lauren Hill, but but that was a different era. That was the see, the hard copy era. You see, but also there was such a big gap in between the female artists that we got. Do like if you think Nick, uh, Missy Elliott early two thousands and then Nikki at the end of the two thousands. Like there was, was a gap, dude. That. There was a gap. She there brought it back. Eve. She revived the. She restored the feeling. Eve. Eve was also she we've ended had early two thousands. We've yeah. had yeah. little Kim. We've had we've had Missy. Like, we've had a lot, bro. Yeah, she's married to a billionaire or something. There's like been that. a lot of laser blown up for yeah. that. We yeah. had even duos. That Salt and Pepper. Yeah, Salt and Pepper. Man, we've had really iconic. We've had Left Eye. Mm-hmm. We had Left Eye. She was dope. But I think Nikki for this modern age, like you said, she has ushered in something. Dude, there's no Cardi B without Nicki Minaj. That's true. There is no Cardi there's B no without. There's no Meg The Stallion. There's no Meg The Stallion. Dude, they're all took uh, Thingy's blueprint. They all took Nicki's blueprint. Do you know what I hate though? What? I hate that record labels are focusing on these women being attractive. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, sex sells, dude. That's always been. They the just case. wanting to sell sex with female rappers, particularly. They they sell male hip hop like that as well, bro. But I'm saying with women, it's strictly like right now, you don't get to the commercial. You can get in the game and make money. But the commercial, I don't see, like I was saying, I've never seen a Rhapsody video, actually, when I watched MTV Base. Oh. You know what I'm saying? When I watched MTV Base yeah. Channel O, I've yeah. not seen Rhapsody. 
That's but I've true. seen Saweetie. Who the fuck is Saweetie? Okay. And she's in there in a thong and bikini, and that's what they want to show me. And she's like, yeah, shake it, baby. Ooh, ooh. It's like, this song fucking sucks. Bro, I, I get you. It's just hot. But let's take, away, let's take away the sexual aspect of it, bro. Let's take away, like, the music videos of them twerking and whatnot. That type of rapidity rap music just doesn't sell the way it used to. It doesn't appeal to the masses the way it used to. You I, have to talk about I raindrop. Don't believe Drop that. top. It's ignorant shit that makes it to the airwaves, dude. It, it just makes is. It airwaves, but why is it that you can play me a Kendrick, you can play me a J. Cole, you won't play me the lyrical lady? Because the bop. Boom Bap is not making it to radio. Boom Bap is not making it. It's, about, it's, it's less about content matter in that way than it is about the sound of the music. Because... I because would, uh, um, King Kunta, it's got the perfect balance of great content and a beat that's meant for radio. And it's the right length. It's the right time. It's like 3 minutes 37. It's the right length of a song. So it's about format, bro. You can't be talking about... the like, When last did you see Pusha T on TV, bro? I actually saw him, not this year, not recently, but I did see him on Because he doesn't make enough of the, of the Migos-type beats for his songs. That's not what... He's never going to make it there. But that's what I'm saying. They'll still give you exposure as a male. Yeah, specific. I suppose. But for the female who are just focused on lyricism and music, as the times we're you are not bro. going to put on and twerk and be hypersexualized. Yeah. The record labels are not going to fund you. Ah, I, I feel you, dude. I agree. I, so agree. I feel like that's an error Nikki has also ushered in. Not that she did that on purpose, but labels looked at her and were like, we can sell someone that's like this, like a Cardi and everything. But anyway, shout out to Nicki, man. You put pussy on a nigga's sideburns, which is a bar and Dope. a half. What else? What else has Nikki said? She has. She's had. I don't know. What What do you think that means, though? Like that lyric. Sit on your face. On the side burns. What does that mean? I guess. Nah. Maybe it's because y'all don't have no side burns. Damn, they're coming, bro. I shaved them. I shaved them. <laughs> Mine are growing. Yeah, it's <laughs> what, did, what did Nikki do? Else? What else did she do? She went pop a little. She gave us, you she know. Some what else? Like stars. Star yeah. yeah. I, like I hated that. She gave us super bass. Like Colorful Nikki. Nikki. Hmm? Hey, Colorful Nikki sucked. Yo, I just hated I, pop. I hated Taylor I Swift, Nikki. Like, that's it, bro. And Nikki she was too Taylor Swifty and Katy Perry for me at that time. Ariana Grande. She's fire, bro. I love that one. Have you listened to that girl's lyrics? She goes in. She doesn't like the way Ariana Grande looks. So she thinks Ariana's music sucks. No, I guarantee you've no, never heard an Ariana no, song. No, she's just annoying for me. Like, she's, she's, one, she's one of the best vocalists of our generation, dude. She's one of the best vocalists... Like, ever. She can actually sing sings. She's yeah, she can sing, but, like, her, her singing is... What? Is, is the next door to her singing. Someone hey. Only one person you know that sings like Ariana. It's not different, guys. Ariana's sound is not different. Yeah, but name one person. Her sound is not different, but her vocals are her unique. Vocals are great. I mean, no. her vocal, whatever. You're still struggling to name the one person I asked you to name. Because everyone sounds like... Then name one of them. No. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah
blasphemy, bro. This is blasphemy, bro. Sit down. If you say Mariah, something. Yeah, Mariah actually. Oh, guys, even Mariah, that I don't. Mariah is extraordinary, bro. Okay. If you're comparing Ariana to Mariah, then clearly there's something special about Ariana. Exactly. Exactly. Mariah has an eight octave vocal range. Do you know how many octaves are on a piano? No. Five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> she sings more than there are notes on a piano, dude. That's that's Mariah. And if you can compare Mariah to Ariana, that's something that's unique. That's bro. beautiful. That's... Beautiful. <laughs> she actually low-key sings better than Beyonce, guys. Oh, Ariana. A lot of people sing yes. better than Beyonce. But we're not ready for that chat. Hey, but let's not do this before yeah. we have... Bro, they're going to cancel us because of you. <laughs> people are not ready for that conversation. That Beyonce is not the best singer. You don't believe Ariana, that? Ariana is better than Beyonce. Bro. Come on, dude. What? I don't. Yes, well, you know, so you see, listen, you can't take her seriously, dude. She's still Spotify. Just got paid. Yeah. She just got paid. Done that you that you don't pay for. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Nastiness. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to zoom for a second off. Another thing. What do you guys think of uh, Dave Chappelle? His new comedy special. I loved it. I loved it, bro. Loved it. I loved it. There's a part that I loved Who's where he talks song? about a French actor named Juicy Smollett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Jesse Smollett. You know yeah. that guy? <laughs> yeah. Check episode 15 of your girlfriend's favorite podcast. So, uh, Dave Chappelle, he came out, he said a lot of things in the special. Things that, you know, comedians shouldn't say in this day and age. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated him for doing that. Because he's just sticking to who he's always been, mm-hmm. who he always was, but he acknowledges that things have changed. And he doesn't acknowledge it like in a bad way. He doesn't go, it sucks that it's like this now. Mm-hmm. He like shows that this is the right thing, you know, but he's just going to use comedy. He's going to use satire. And that's what I appreciate that comedians have this responsibility to do satire, but not to offend people. Yes. And Dave understands that. He knows that it's just stand-up. It's just my job. I'm not doing this to actually offend you. Mm. So I really respect him for doing that. He doesn't draw cross that line between us and him. Yeah, but, okay, fair enough, dude. But, like, everything that we've spoken about today, is it okay for him to make the types of jokes about rape and stuff? Like, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I am okay. I'm okay with the jokes, dude. I, I love. Yes. I love You're Dave Chappelle. I'm a dark humor guy, dude. So you can make a joke about about. <laughs> Don't do it now. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna give you a topic to make a joke. A joke about. If you say domestic violence, it, there there is some funniness to that, dude. Especially in the way that he says it. He says it ironically. He says it. Um, with the with the knowledge that it's wrong, like Vosta said, he knows that what he's saying is wrong, but he says it anyways. Is it okay to... Are you ladies still going to listen to jokes about, about rape and domestic violence and whatnot? No. no. Okay, I know. I know why you say that. Ips. Dude, I have a whole bite mark on my hand because of a domestic violence thing. Fair enough. It's funny because it's like, what the fuck? But <laughs> yeah, man, someone bit you. That's yeah. a bit wild. It is wild. Like, but I get what you're saying. Where's the line? Like, that's kind of what I'm asking. Like I, I said, there's a there's that responsibility. Yeah, to know that you're doing satire mm-hmm. and you're not. 
doing this to offend people. And I think it's like an unspoken agreement. Yeah, I think for the most part, that's why I don't like it when uh, comedians explain themselves. They're in a setting where that's where it, what it's set up for. You're set up. It's it's a joke. That's the act. It's an act, bro. I like, <laughs> that's what you're set up for. I like <laughs> that they they like bring these things up and they try and make it seem a bit lighthearted. Like that's the whole point. As as, as much as it's like. Ish. I don't know how to explain it, but then them bringing it up is great because mm-hmm. it's actually being spoken about and people will think about it mm-hmm. in the worst way and in the funny, haha, okay, yeah, we get it type mm-hmm. thing, but it's still being thought about, so it's whatever. I, I would listen. What did you think about the Michael Jackson joke? That what was, was the Michael Jackson, Jackson joke. It was hilarious, bro. What was the Michael Jackson? No, he was de- he was basically defending Michael mm-hmm. Jackson. He's like, I don't I don't believe these kids, bro. And in today's era, you call that victim blaming. But what I want to bring up is like, <laughs> how can you call them victims if nothing has even been proven? That's another thing. Like, people need to remember that you can't you can't just say things and expect us to believe you. Proof needs to happen as well. Evidence is a thing. But anyways, he said that I don't believe them because. He was around Macaulay Culkin all the time. But now, I'm not a, a pedophile, but if I was, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin is the first nigga that I fucked. That was funny, dude. That was that was really funny, bro. Anyways. And then from then on, he went straight to Arcadia. Yo. Yeah, he definitely did it. <laughs> he definitely did it. All right. Next up. Mm? Robert Mugabe. Yeah. Young Gabe. Young Gabe. Young Gabe on these farmers. <laughs> Robert Mugabe passed away sadly. Uh, Is it that sad? Bro, he's 95. Gone too soon. Why are we like so sad, guys? When you reach 90, you, we kind of know what's coming next. Like, <laughs> something sad about this dude. We're all gonna die, bro. He lived a full life. <laughs> Gone too soon. Gone too soon. <laughs> oh man! But I just love how the narrative is changing around Robert Mugabe now that he's dead. When yeah, he was in he power, was talking about yeah, how... I posted about it. Mm. Like, okay, he's a liberation hero, which cannot be understated. But it has to be. We have to tell people that because South Africa needs to follow that example. <laughs> that nigga kicked white people out of his countries. I get the fuck out of here. But it's all good and well that you take them out of colonialism. Just to put them under a dictatorship of oppression, like, like I said, he has the right, right ideas, wrong execution, bro. Like he, he on paper it looked bright, like, it looked great, oh. dude. But then execution, he <laughs> fucked up. You know, he, he gave land greedy, to black people, bro. but they were all his friends and family. Exactly, a lot of them are all. Exactly. So it's like ah. Dude, we don't really benefit. So what's his legacy yeah. in your eyes, bro? What, he, what, what, is, what is he What is he meant to be remembered as? The dictator that he was or the liberation? I hero? will remember him, like I said, as the guy that stood up to the British and Western world superpowers. Right. I will respect that. Yeah, you have to respect that. But, like, even though he did fuck up a lot, he still did the one thing most African leaders won't do, and that's just standing up to the West. No, bro, that's copying, please, bro. There's no way. He, he he had the right idea for five years and let them live under his rule for the next 35 years and gave them nothing. It wasn't five years, bro. What was the first... Well, how long was he a good guy before it, it all went south? How long did the liberation struggle happen? 
No, I'm talking about his 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 reign. Oh, his reign. But his remember, reign. you can't discount everything he did before he. Okay, how long yeah. was the liberation struggle? I have no idea, but I know it was longer than five years. Okay, let's 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 say that it was ten years. Let's say it was fifteen years. That nigga has been president since he was forty. <laughs> Goals. But forty, like forty-five. Actually, yeah. forty-five or, or fifty. Goals. How long was he? Was he in the liberation struggle? Because the, for the the forty years that he was president, it was terrible, bro. It was tyranny. Tabo People. Becky wishes he could. Bro, the minute you have to buy a 29 rand Vodacom airtime for 5 million Zimbabwean dollars, you must know that it's it's something fucked up. You know what I will say, though? Where is all this misplaced anger on the actual sanctions? Like, everyone hates what Mugabe did, right? Because it fucked up Zimbabwe. But no one is actually looking at Europe and be like, who gives you the right to fuck our economy up? Like, why do you have that power over land, like, in another yeah, land? Like, and no one's angry what about that. No one actually goes... So that's like, why like, I'm saying, Mugabe stood up to them, mm-hmm. took away the land, and they said, don't you do it. Mugabe <laughs> said... And who is the land rightfully owned to? Mugabe did it, and yeah. then Britain was like, sanctions, and then everyone's like, thanks, Robert, we got sanctions now. No one's like, what are these sanctions? No one actually goes to the British and goes, you can't do this to us. They go to Robert and say, look what you did. You got us punished by our bosses. Why are they our bosses? Sure. No one is looking at that. Yeah, fuck you, Queen Elizabeth. Nobody's looking at that <laughs> because I think um, before said sanctions, people were living relatively okay in their minds. That's After that, they were like... That is problematic. Already. That is problematic, but things got worse. And that's why they said, look at him. You understand? You, you understand the mind of somebody who's starving, right? <laughs> somebody who's starving is saying, "Bro, okay, I, I, I at least ate once every two days. Now I'm, I'm not eating. Like it's been a week since I had my last meal. That's, that's the difference." But this is like I think I don't know what episode I brought this up in. Mm-hmm. Where I said, "What did China do?" Like you know these ratings agencies when they gave us junk status. Mm-hmm. China literally said. We don't care. We're not rated by you. You and your agencies. Our economy is keeping itself to itself. Mm-hmm. We're going to do what we do. Do you know what I mean? That's like yeah. what people should do. I know it's not as simple as black and white as that. China looks like they've got a plan. Though. China <laughs> when is, was fine. They balanced. When, Zimbabwe then, hap- when it happened to Zimbabwe, it didn't look like they had a plan, though. No, bro. but I'm saying Africans will allow that. Yeah. African leaders will allow a, a guy in Canada to say, your country's junk status and now your currency's worth nothing. And then they come back and tell us, guys, bread is a thousand rand. Sorry. China was like, fuck you. We don't care. We're going to keep our stuff the way it is. Mm. African leaders need to... I was going to say man up. It's problematic. Can't say that. <laughs> African leaders need to power up. Yeah. I'll tell you better. Get on your super saiyan shit, man. African right. leaders stand up to the West. Honestly. It That's might real. fuck us over. In it the might short fuck term. the next yeah, generation the, over. The short term. But at least give the fifth generation a good Stop. life. Give yeah. them something. How what's what's Zimbabwe gonna do to undo the situation that they're in? Bro, Zimbabweans have land. They're gonna balance in the future. They've got what they needed. They've got the land, but they haven't cultivated that land but since the farmers. But they've left. got what they needed. It's like Thanos. I've won, 
it, it cost me my daughter to ice out my wrist, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, got the yeah, wrist. Yeah, yeah. I got the gauntlet. <laughs> That's what Mugabe did. Mugabe was like, fuck it. I'm going to get this infinity gauntlet at this cost. So now do laymen have the land or do corporates own the land? A lot of different people. I know mainly, obviously. Also. I'm not going to say names, but there was a lecturer that mm-hmm. I worked with. Mm-hmm. He comes from Zimbabwe. And because of political warfare of sorts, mm-hmm. his family owns agricultural land. And because they were kind of against the current powers that be in the last like four or five years, mm-hmm. something happened and they kind of like tried to kick his family off that land. He's black, by the way. So it does belong to black people, right. but there's a lot of power struggles going for all the land available. But it's all in the hands of black people. Fair enough. I'd rather it's a better fight than that. Yeah, it's a better fight. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. All right. Anyway, that's that's what we gotta say on Robert Mugabe. Country soon, country soon, man. I wish you could have seen ninety six. It's crazy. Fuck that nigga, bro. <laughs> Carry on, bro. <laughs> He's 95. That's, I don't care about people that are that old that die. I don't. If you are 95 years old, great for you, bro. You lived a full life, dude. Don't make me feel sad about that nigga. He's old. What else is on the list, man? I don't know. Um, I got nothing, work. bro. Anything happening, Zandi? Nothing? Uh, Ips? Anything happening in the prescription glasses world? You guys all wear glasses? Fuck you. Wow. <laughs> You always bring this up. I get to see for free. Okay. Yeah, man. You guys got that. Team 2020 over here. 2020. You guys got that. Team 2020. Just shut the fuck up, bro. Damn, we're the only two people, dog. You guys subscribe. No, you can't see shit. You're denying this, boy. You guys are streaming sites. That's crazy. Your problem. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyways, that's episode 35 of your girlfriend's favorite podcast. We hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Sponsors. Like, oh. Uh, yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, please acknowledge that this episode was brought to you by Green Wing Code. They are a company straight out of Alberton. They specialize in app development, web development, game development, and general software development. So, if you need any of those needs for yourself or your business, find them in the description down below. Thank you so much. And we love you guys. Stay safe out there. Any shout outs? Shout out to Shout out to everyone. What's that? We all don't know. What is that? Guys? Why didn't you don't know? Spark. Because hey, shout out to that person. Hmm? Spark, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Spark. Star Trek. Shout out to Star Trek. Yeah. That was a stupid man. Uh, I, I, I can't. I, I don't know what that is. Dude. Shout out to Professor Xavier. Uh, is this uh, vagina? What is this? No, dude? Dude, That's Star Trek. Isn't this alien stuff? It's Spark, bro. Yeah, yeah, right. It's Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. Yeah, Star oh, Trek. oh, bro. Oh. Shout out to optometrists. You guys keep my friend's sight intact. That's what's up. And I appreciate that so much. Shout out to my optometrist, actually. Zelda, I know you. Zelda. Zelda, bro. (laughs) 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 (laugh
old. Yeah, she is old. She's no younger than 75. <laughs> I just know she has that PJ Who Powers haircut. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, guys. We love you. Stay safe out there. Get tasers. Get, get a knife, Jesus. put it in your pocket. Stop raping. I think stop raping. Then say, just stop Perhaps. raping, guys. Just, just stop being awful human beings. And if your friend I, was on that, that list. Knife, yes. Take that <coughs> knife too, man. Yes, yeah. take that knife. Guys, also, if your friend is on that list, stop avoiding the timeline. Just Go come, and talk and to come them. back onto the socials. That's a good question. Do you guys love people on the list? Mm. A lot. Guys, I only found out about the list yesterday. You, you don't know anyone? I right? saw some names. Ah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I saw maybe Park Ling and I know. Huh? So Was that on the list? I'm kidding. So, guys, we out, man. Cut this audio, bro. Get us off the airwaves. Bye. Remember when they said to Iggy Azalea freestyling? She was on sway. She was yeah, on sway freestyling. <laughs> some guy called him. He was like, "Cut that shit out!" <laughs> shit off the airwaves. <laughs> and then sway was like, "Oh, oh caller, we can't." <laughs> we dropped the call. <laughs> Did you guys see that that video of that guy whose phone got stolen? Yeah. It was everywhere, man. Which guy? I did not steal it. Oh, so many cameras. Oh, 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 that ceremony ever gets interviewed. I can see it, bro. They just started doing their shit on me. <laughs> I was just chilling there. Everybody else. Who watched this shit? God must be playing a trick on me. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm cutting the audio off. When a girl can't be herself no more I just want to cry I just want to cry for the world When a girl can't be herself no more I just want to cry I just want to cry for the world In the morning from the minute that I wake up What if I don't want to put on all that makeup Who says I must conceal what I'm Maybe all this Maybelline is covering my self-esteem Whose job is it to straighten up my curves? I'm so tired of that image, that's my word What if today I don't feel like putting heels on? Who are you to criticize when beauty's only in the eyes of the beholder? So behold her Say, 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 why oh, yo, yo, Cause when a girl Such an impurity. Why are the numbers on the scale like a god to me? All of these indifferences are based on our appearances. We please to be appeased. The truest pleasure is the fact that we can breathe. Think it into existence, do it, then achieve. A fairy tale reality, beauty was with a beast. I'm the image of your reflection, and you're the image of my reflection. Sing, sing, sing. Why, oh, yo, yo, oh, oh, why, oh, 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 oh